Welcome everyone to the Let's Talk Internet Computer Podcast. Today, in our episode number 15, we have the pleasure to have with us uh, the founder of Lumos Labs, uh, Kavia Prasad. Lumos Labs uh, is building a metaverse for, for builders and Web3 ecosystem, enables to share opportunities to build and scale up. Thank you so much, Kavia Prasad, for joining us today. Yeah, thanks so much Javier, for having me. I'm happy to be here. Great. Uh, first of all, as always, I would like to know more about, about you, about your story, your background. Who is Kavia Prasad and, and your, your past experience in your early years before found the um, Lumos Labs? Sure. So um, my uh, degree was in architecture, actually. So I'm an architect by degree. Um, I worked as an architect for about the, about one year before I realized it wasn't my cup of tea and I wanted to sort of move on. Uh, but design was always my course time. So um, I kind of got into digital and graphic design, worked in a couple of startups as a designer, kind of transitioned to UI, UX and then product. So that's when um, I decided to start freelancing and my partner and I back then, Raghu, we uh, started this tiny little marketing firm that was doing, you know, community building online and social media presence for different companies. That's when we came across a couple of blockchain companies at the time. This was back in 2017 when the whole ICO boom was happening, right? So we uh, started working with these blockchain companies, got paid in Bitcoin and then started researching about, you know, what is all this, uh, you know, magic internet money all about? So um, we kind of discovered what Bitcoin was, what Ethereum was, what's the technology behind it. And um, as we started kind of digging deeper into the technology, it started becoming uh, super interesting, you know, the whole decentralization aspect and that whole philosophy that uh, blockchain comes with, right? So um, we realized very quickly that this is a very big technology and it's going to be the future. And uh, what we need for this technology to kind of go further is developers. So we kind of decided to target, you know, the biggest problem in the ecosystem, which is the scarcity of developers and what we can do to bring more developers into this ecosystem. So uh, that's how Lumos Labs was essentially formed. We started basically running blockchain um, developer engagement programs with Web3 companies like ICP, like Polygon, like Eternity, and all of these guys. Uh, we ran hackathons, accelerator programs for them and uh, essentially help build a dev community that would use the product or the technology itself. Um, that's how, you know, my that's what my journey was and that's how Lumos Labs was established as well. And um, a little down the line, we decided to kind of productize what we did to kind of ease out the, the employees in the company, right? And um, yeah. uh, running a service company is very, um, you know, intensive, human intensive, and you need a very large team to execute it. But if we do build a product that solves for the same thing, which is developer relations, things would get, you know, quicker, automated, scale bigger, and also become global. So that's the idea behind what we're doing right now. Okay, sounds cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, in terms of uh, your background and your experience, you uh, told me like you start to study architecture and focusing more in on design and marketing side. Um, how do you think these core skills have served you to, to help contribute the Web3 industry? Right. So one of the biggest things in blockchain is community building, and that is a subset of marketing, right? 
so i've been uh, able to use my marketing skills to build communities which is one of which is the which is what runs companies at the end of the day your company is as uh, good as the strength of your community or your network and uh, that's essentially what's helped me kind of get into it me learning the technology was sort of like serendipitous or uh, you know the next step that i had to do so um you know i started my journey as someone who was into marketing and community building and then eventually started learning the tech as well um with respect to design and also my architecture background right now with lumos because we are building a metaverse um all of that sort of comes into the picture as well all the tools or softwares that i learned in college to you know build 3d worlds or build cities is kind of coming into use right now for me while i'm building the metaverse and when mm-hmm. the entire nft boom happened right um designers kind of came into the forefront and um you know my design skills kind of help as well so i've been able to sort of understand the entire movement a lot better and uh, also build a good brand up behind lumos as well so yeah uh, it's been a little bit of everything that's kind of added on and come into what we are doing right now yeah yeah of course if you're working in a metaverse for sure architecture mm-hmm. marketing design is something pretty fit for <laughs> for the project and uh yeah in terms you mentioned also you started in 2017 um your first contact with cryptocurrencies and the blockchain world um i'm curious about uh the your your first approach uh also to founding lumos labs how did the idea of lumos labs come about and what prompted you to do so and mm-hmm. yeah how you think about this idea like you see like a different uh blockchain um projects you see maybe like scarcity of um uh, developers and and how how it was uh, the idea of what what prompted you, you to do so the lumos labs what is behind mm-hmm. the scenes in the beginning of the project yeah um it's sort of evolutionary i would say right so uh, my first stint with blockchain was with this one blockchain publication that was writing about different projects across across the globe and this was back in 2017 so we had like um you know very old companies like blue zell that were coming out and we were researching and writing more about these companies right so yeah. uh, that got me deeper into the technology and got me researching more about it right and um the scarcity of developers has always existed in any new technology if you see when ai came out when um you know iot came out there was this this problem always existed that new developers need to uh, start exploring this and how to build and you know innovate within that space so this has been um age old problem it's just about mm-hmm. implementing it to this new deep, deep tech right so um while writing about all of these companies and also going through the entire ico cycle um i kind of like ragu and i both um, we realized that hey this is a big problem to solve right like a uh, tech talent pool is always going to be scarce and enough to, if we don't have enough developers we won't see the the technology go forward so what do we do with the skill sets that we have to um, you know engage them and actually build awareness and that's how we kind of started doing these small programs right everything from running small education camps within uh, indian colleges to uh, working with um, you know web3 companies or protocol companies to run small uh, hackathons you know that would engage the developers all of this led to the formation of uh, lumos labs at one point we had so many clients that we couldn't handle it by ourselves and we decided hey let's build a team let's expand it and let's actually do this full time and that's how lumos labs began right but mm-hmm. over the last um couple of years last 3 4 years um 
you know, running these as services has been very hard. Scaling it is really hard. And also developers tend to get very fatigued by the number of programs that come out, right? So every ecosystem has so many different developer-centric opportunities and they scout and they find it and they build and participate. But um, they can't do all of them at one go, right? There are so many going on in parallel. So um, over the uh, last couple of years, we saw a couple of gaps in the ecosystem that we thought we could fill with a product. Uh, in terms of what we were already doing, right? In a sense, with the services, what we were essentially doing is um, developer relations as a service, right? We were building dev communities for a protocol and then managing them and helping them get onboarded onto that protocol. So how about automating that in a way that makes it easier for companies to manage the developers and also build a pool of developers that the entire ecosystem can use as opposed to, you know, uh, siloing of separate communities, right? Like Polygon has its own community, Solana has its own community, ICP has its own community. But mm -hmm. developers at the end of the day are looking for innovation and different technologies. So they're not particular about what chain they build on as a, uh, it, as long as it kind of uh, works with the product that they're building. So we wanted to build a shared community of tech talent that the entire ecosystem can use. With that also help with aggregating opportunities in the space which is very scattered right now and also aggregate dev identities right now which is also very scattered developers have identities across you know gitcoin github devfolio devpost where they win different programs and contests right so how about building this one unified developer persona that becomes their on-chain resume or identity that they can share across all the protocols to kind of collaborate or work with, right? So that makes it a lot easier for people to discover each other and companies to discover good talent as well. So with these problem statements in mind, we decided to, you know, build Lumos Labs, which is essentially a metaverse, uh, where on the user end, we have developers coming in and exploring opportunities that the Web3 companies post. So it's a gamified ecosystem where they set up their on-chain identity and then keep um, you know, building their skills and earning incentives for the same. So instead of, you know, like a play-to-earn economy that uh, metaverses have currently, we're looking at building like a build-to-earn economy. So if a developer is building or upskilling, they earn incentives mm -hmm. for the same, which would lead to good developers kind of progressing and going up and finding better opportunities. And on the other end, we have businesses that kind of come and set up developer headquarters in the metaverse, where they showcase every developer-centric mm -hmm. opportunity, right? learning, earning, and hiring. These are the three categories we've kind of broken it down into. So learning would be any education program, fellowships that they have. Earning would be, you know, hackathons, bounties, grants, um, anything that they can essentially earn money with, like a contest that they run. And the hiring would be obviously recruitment and jobs that they have. And all of this essentially has a dashboard that the companies can manage, uh, you know, where data like who is entering the, the building, uh, what sort of skill sets are there? What's the age group? What's the level of expertise? All of this would essentially come into the dashboard that the companies can look at and take better data-driven strategic decisions in terms of what they need to do to engage developers. So this is how we want to you know, automate developer relations and also build a large pool of tech talent. So it becomes sort of like a LinkedIn on the metaverse in a way uh, to put it easily. So yeah, that's how the evolution's kind of been. Wow, wow. I didn't know that about the evolution of Lumos Labs. Sounds really cool. Uh, I love the essential idea because Lumos Lab is like a bridge between universities and like students 
with the real world, with the uh, web three companies, and that's uh, something like that we need in the ecosystem because exactly there is like a misunderstanding and lack of communication between the side of universities, side of uh, the talent, and um, yeah, software developers, and also with the different uh, kind of projects, cool projects that we are building in the Web3. And Lumos Labs approach and and yeah, use as a bridge between the these both uh, sides, and it's something amazing. And also, yeah, you mentioned about the it's like a, the LinkedIn of uh, Web three. It's not just the, the LinkedIn because also it's like a universities because it's learning also like business about the earnings, uh, prepare different uh, hackathons, grants, and and this is something like pretty unique. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's an amalgamation of a bunch of products, I would say, but uh, uh, the easiest way to kind of visualize it would be LinkedIn, that it's a place where people come to find opportunities, uh, yeah. you know, the users, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's essentially uh, what we're doing, but just for developers in that three. Okay, and how does Lumos Labs uh, Metaverse works? Because I think Metaverse is like avatars that working in, in a city or in a place, and and how it exactly works the metaverse in, in Lumos Labs. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and how, how manage the, the connect software developers and person that have talent, ambitious and, and disruptive ideas. Uh, how it exactly like people uh, or developers uh, create a profile and then the companies can search these uh, uh, clients or these the software developers, it's like a big metaverse. How, how it's exactly something I'm so curious. Yeah, it's so a uh, it's a mix of everything that you just said, right? So um, uh -huh. I do have a demo, but I think that would be like a lot to show right now. Uh, but yeah. just in verbally, right? Um, developers essentially come on board, log in, create their uh, profile. Uh, it has everything from their personal, um, you know, um, bio all the way to their career contests that they've won, achievements that they've had over time certificates of, you know, from degrees that they've gotten or, you know, learning courses that they've done, all of this essentially put into this one profile that is uh, going to be on chain, which is a mm -hmm. dynamic NFT linked to their avatar that is going to be in the metaverse, right? So the there is a front-end UI that they get to explore where they have a control panel, they can browse through opportunities across chains or also filter opportunities in a particular chain. Say a developer wants to look at only uh, opportunities that ICP has put out, right? So they can filter yeah. out saying, hey, I want to look at ICP learning modules. And they get all the opportunities that the company's laid out um, in a very consumable manner. They can also befriend other developers. They can chat with them. They can team up with them for hackathons, that sort of stuff, right? So that UI kind of enables them to do all of that, which is a very simple application, right? These exist. Now on um, on the other end, uh, connected to the UI, you also have the metaverse where they can go in and engage um, with the companies that have set up developer headquarters and also, uh, you know, walk around an exploratory world. We have Tinker Labs. We, have, uh, we are partnering with universities to set up, you know, blockchain councils within the metaverse. We are looking at blockchain communities like developer DAO, build space, all of them setting up a little headquarters in the metaverse as well that can become a place where a lot of developers gather and ideate and work around, right? Um, and tinker, build, that sort of stuff. So uh, there is a front-end UI and also an exploratory metaverse that the developers can explore. And we're kind of keeping it open-ended as to how they want to use the platform. And we're kind of giving them all the options. 
And on the other end, you have the businesses that have their own login and, the, and their own way of customizing every building. So they can, you know, put in their own branding, their logos, um, any sort of reading material that the developers would find useful, their Git book link, that sort of stuff. Um, any sort of teaser video, promote any new developer-centric program that they have, all of which is connected to a dashboard that they can manage from the back end. So it's sort of like a three or four step layered product, right? Like a front end yeah. UI or metaverse and a, a back end for the for the companies and a back end for us as well. So uh, yeah. it's pretty intricate. And honestly, um, you know, my words don't do justice. And the best way to kind of put it out there is, you know, showing a demo. And yeah. uh, we will be out with that very, very soon as well. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I like, I love that, the, the learning idea. We have in, in ICP, the Definity Forum is a, is a forum that uh, software developers and IT persons in general can share uh, and have like Q&As with the other software developers, with other projects. And this is pretty cool. Uh, also, like, uh, as you mentioned, for example, if they have questions about the language program programming, for example, in case of ICP, the Motoko or Rust, um, this is better for for everybody like to learn more and to improve their, their own apps or if they have uh, questions they can solve in real time that this is something pretty cool um in terms of of business and the scalability uh, how lumos labs can be profitable or or how is uh in terms of business they charge like a fee or something to the companies or to the new uh, software developers how is exactly the the um, business side in 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 Lumos Labs. How how you think? To yeah, um, scalability it's, and it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how we've been doing it with services is exactly how we are going with the product as well. So um, on the services end, we used to take a management fee to run a program with any Web3 organization. Here, similarly, uh, organizations would essentially lease out the land in the metaverse to set up the headquarters. So the the fee would be around you know. Um, the amount that they, it takes to lease out the land, plus any sort of uh, um, upselling opportunities within the world, right? Say they want to promote a particular hackathon or a program that they're running to the developers, then we have virtual billboards of push notifications or emails to the community that we have that would be sent out. So it's um, land plus upselling on top of that for particular programs that we can do. So that is essentially the revenue model within the metaverse. Mm -hmm. Okay, and for example, if I am a, if I have my, a new project and I would like to start uh, do like a hackathon, for example, in 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 the, my blockchain, uh, how I can contact with you? Do you have a directly in your web page? So we have a website. Send... Yeah, we have a website that you can go on to, and everything that you need to know is on that website. And there's also a, a place where you can kind of put in your query. What do you wanna? Uh, get out of us and we'll reach out to you on uh, email or call you back. Uh, that apart, you know, you can always email me. I'm happy to help in any way possible. And uh, there's a yeah. whole sales team. Alyasa, for example, is always happy to help. So we have all the email IDs listed out mm -hmm. on the website as well. Yeah, okay. I'm curious because I know you are organizing a, uh, with different blockchains, like large projects uh, such as Internet Computer or Tesos, mm -hmm. Polygon, among others. Uh, yeah, but I'm curious about uh, if uh, other projects or you invite to everybody to uh, organize uh, and put the job offers or, or other information on the 
on Lumos Lab uh, Metaverse. And yeah, I'd be happy to share links of uh, yeah. everything that we've got uh, that you could add. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Also, yeah, another question that I have is uh, the beginnings uh, of Lumos Labs. I know the beginnings are always are talks. How did, uh, is Rahu Mohan, is that the other co-founder? Yeah. How did Rahu Mohan and um, you, uh, the rest of Lumos Labs uh, team convince uh, angel investors and venture capitals to bet an investment in the beginning was 1.1 million? That's correct? Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, founding founding on the project. How it was that? Uh, how you convince the, the the business angels and and VCs to hey, this is that big big project. Uh, we are building something pretty unique, pretty good, and and how it, people like trusting in in Lumos Labs. How it was the beginnings. Right. So uh, first of Raghu. Um co-founded Lomas with me, but he's no longer with us. He's taken sort of an advisory, advisory position. Uh, okay. And he runs this company called Builders Tribe, and you should definitely talk to him. They're into incubating Web3 startups. So um, he started up uh, all over again. But um, in terms of um, you know how we raise funds, it's been uh, luckily uh, very straightforward for us because we've had a track record of you know running these service service-based programs, right? Running hackathons as a service, running accelerator programs as a service and education as a service. We've been able to gather a good community of developers and that is the biggest step to building a dev-centric product, right? So uh, for us, uh, essentially going to investors was basically saying, hey, we're doing whatever we are doing, but uh, at a product level through a metaverse, right? And, um, you know, as soon as they understood our approach and realized that the business model isn't very, very different from, you know, what we were doing as a service business, but we are just looking to scale and go global. Uh, yeah. It was sort of easy to convince uh, investors. And also on the other end, because we've run so many accelerator programs, we've been connected to so many investors that they've become friends over time, right? So reaching yeah. out to them again, saying, hey, you know, you know that we, uh, what we do, you know our track, re track record, you know we are sincere people and, uh, you know, invest in, a, in us and you won't be disappointed was uh, not very hard to do. So um, we got really lucky because we were in the space long enough to be able to build those relationships and then go after them for investments. But uh, if we were starting up brand new, the story might have been a little different. <laughs> yeah, okay. And uh, yeah, the, the, what Lumos Labs brings uh, to the industry, to the blockchain industry is uh, impressive. Uh, what is your you. vision of the company in the long term of growth and, and expansion, maybe for next three years? Uh, you think uh, Lumos Labs now is one of the big um, um, part of, of the Web3, right? The, the, but in, in the future, how do you think it's going to be growth and, and in terms of uh, expansion in, in Lumos? Now, now you are focusing in all around the world, more in Asia, India, or also in Europe and, and America. So we are looking, no, we're global from day one. So um, we did okay. start from India because, you know, uh, it's the closest to home and it was easy to build that community, sure. but now we're looking at outside. So right now we ran a global hackathon and ICP was part of the, uh, you know, larger track sponsors as well. So you, uh, we've been able to gain about 15% global audience of developers as well through this hackathon. And we don't want to stop wow. at that, right? We want to go global. Mm -hmm. So the idea is to expand globally from day one. But in terms of, um, you know, future vision, 
Um, right now, we're focusing on just developers finding opportunities in this metaverse, but I don't see why we can't expand this to, you know, designers, product um, managers, community folks, uh, marketing folks, and, um, you know, everyone that would essentially add to the, the crypto or the blockchain ecosystem, right? So I'm looking at this becoming a place where people come to find good talent and uh, for users to come and, you know, build their on-chain resumes and scout for good opportunities. So I see this expanding into, you know, every possible opportunity in Web3 kind of laid out here and uh, people from all walks and all streams kind of coming in and exploring the, the product itself. But post that, eventually, I want this to be like a R&D center, right? We are finding the best of the best in every um, facet or um, every function of a potential Web3 company. So if we are able to get the best kind of team up and build products, right, innovate and and research and, and uh, build bigger things, I see this becoming like a place where you can find the best researchers, the best acad academicians, the best business folks and the best founders. So this becomes sort of like an R&D center where people come and, uh, uh, you know, find the next big innovation. So I want this to be like a global virtual R&D center in the future, maybe 10 years down the line. That's a um, much longer vision, but uh, yeah. close to like five years, I would say I want to expand beyond developers and look at, you know, other facets as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Web3 is a huge space and we need to cover and improve a lot of areas. And Lumos Labs can cover <laughs> more or less all the areas. And yeah, <laughs> yeah that's amazing. And uh, in terms of the, um, the difficulties, what are the most of obstacles or difficulties that you encountered so far? And what is the room for, for improvement? Uh, for example, do you think uh, that the gap and this connection between developers who traditionally deploy their applications uh, on the Web2 and founders of the blockchain projects on Web3 is still very large? Or, or now the distance is short and the approach between both sides are better? And yeah, in general, uh, for Lumos Labs, uh, what are the difficulties during this uh, journey? Right. Um, well, there are difficulties on e like in every aspect, I would say. Uh, let's start with the product, right? So in terms of the product, we, I think, are very, very um, new to the market because this is something that hasn't been done, right? Uh, mm -hmm. We've seen metaverses that have been used for entertainment or social gatherings, you know, or, you know, education, workplace gathering, that sort of stuff. But we've never seen utility-driven metaverses that are, uh, that have a, you know, singular objective uh, for a user. So this is like a new, you know, paving a new, um, um, you know, series of metaverses that could come into the picture, right? Like, um, yeah. that is a big challenge, you know, kind of getting people to envision what what we are envisioning because uh, it's so new and people haven't seen this before so that mm -hmm. is one challenge the second thing is i think we're also very early to the market so uh, again vr headsets are already you know very expensive very chunky we're not there yet in terms of hardware so going vr and completely immersive is going to be going to take us a little bit of time right so currently we're looking at a browser based metaverse but that doesn't give the entire appeal of living in a 3D environment. So infrastructure uh, advancements need to be made before we are able to, you know, have this mass adoption of metaverses itself. 
Um, other than that, obviously, even with uh, the browser-based metaverses, hardware is a big constraint. Depends on who has what sort of hardware. Do they have a good enough GPU to render the kind of um, you know visuals that we are kind of building for them? Do they have good internet connectivity? So these are challenges that we need to kind of overcome, and we need to figure out ways of solving. And this, obviously, companies are solving that for us, but it's about figuring out a temporary solution till we get to that point, right? So that's that's a couple of things on product. The second thing on community, right? As you mentioned, um, there is definitely a big gap between the larger pool of developers and Web3 companies. So right now, I would say there are about 300K developers that are conversant with Web3. And, mm-hmm. uh, there, and every company out there, every blockchain company is going after the 300K. But I think the bigger problem to solve is actually building that, getting the larger pool of developers to actually explore Web3, right? So the Web2 yeah. folks, which is the larger piece of the pie, uh, coming into Web3, which means we need to go all out on education. We need to go all out on evangelism and awareness building for these developers to come in. So uh, that is a huge challenge to, um, you know, solve as well. And uh, in terms of, you know, company itself, I think fundraising, even though I said, you know, we closed it and we did this through our friends and, you know, we knew people, it was still a very, very hard task and it took me four months to do it. So uh, that was definitely a challenge to overcome and, um, you know, the upcoming fundraisers are going to be hard to close as well, especially with the market. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, these are a couple of challenges that we've faced. But uh, at every step, we've always figured out a way to overcome it and find a workaround everything that we come through. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, um, just my last question um, to, uh, before finish the interview. What What advice would you give to people who want to undertake in the blockchain sector? and still don't dare to take the step to fear to failure uh, of the unknown um, yeah, ecosystem. Like people maybe uh, want to have new ideas and want to build something cool, but they don't have the go farther and go to the next step because they, they have fear. What is your advice? Because you, you are also a good entrepreneur. You start yeah, from scratch, a, a, a big project, and now you're, you're successful. In terms of entrepreneurship, not just Web3 or blockchain, just in general, in the in the business model and business personality that you have, what is your advice for people like um, are thinking to do something in, in blockchain space? Right. So uh, this goes for everyone, right? People who are trying to find a job in blockchain or start up in blockchain. Um, the first step is to actually put yourself out there a lot of people second guess themselves and not actually do it because they think they don't have um you know the skill level that other people do in the space but the only way you can you know cross that barrier is if you try right uh you have an idea that you want to start up with there are many many support groups and honestly web3 is the most inclusive community i've ever met right everybody's there to help there are DAOs that exist that help people kind of get to the next level so i would say just you know, take one step in and and try to, you know, put yourself out there before you decide that this is not for you, right? And uh, there's always a place for everybody. You're a developer, you're a non-developer, you're a designer. 
there's a space for place for everybody in a blockchain company because at the end of the day even though the underlying tech is blockchain the company runs like a web2 company you do have a market marketing function you have a design function you have a communication com- function you have a tech function so you need all of these functions to run the company end to end so everyone has a place it's just about where you start and there are a lot of daos that can help you start or, you know kick start your career journey within web3 right so uh, join one of these daos start contributing to these daos earn some incentives and this will give you good exposure and experience to kind of take it to the next step and see what you want to do later right and um, otherwise there are traditional ways of doing this where you apply for opportunities and go through interviews and join a company but the idea is to kind of put yourself out there and not get overwhelmed right and uh, obviously read as much as you can learn about the space learn about the technology that's the most important thing um that one can do and the more knowledge knowledgeable you are about the space and the more you know about the technology and what the industry has going on the better suited you would be for any company out there so yeah that's mm-hmm. basically my advice and honestly that's how i did it it's just that everyone's journey is a little different Well, yeah. good advice and tips from Kavia. <laughs> I think people and the audience appreciate it. <clears throat> yeah, thank you so much for thank for so staying much. with us today, Kavia, uh, to share with us uh, all the your knowledge and and how is uh, Lumos Labs doing things. I think now people know more about about your project, about Lumos, and and yeah, I wish you the best for the for the next year, twenty twenty three, and in general in the on the long term. because Lumos Labs are rocking it and this is one of the best projects on the on the ecosystem i'm so proud that definity and internet computer also have a good partnership with uh, Lumos Labs and i think we are going to grow together on the ecosystem and be stronger in the future um, and yeah uh, thank you so much for for staying with us today the best for the 100%. future yeah. thank you so much for the conversation it was a lot of fun great See you soon. Take care, Kavia. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.